Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode. To sit back, unwind and enjoy. Your host Mara. Hello, hello guys. I'm just gonna get straight to it. Today's episode is going to be a really interesting one because it's uh, an actual topic like these things are like so common in our daily lives that it's it's quite hard to ignore them. Today we're talking about today's norms and standards and how to break them. So first of all we have to start with the fact that you know femininity is associated with beauty right and while i was doing the research for this episode i found some pretty interesting facts and most of them come from legit sources and they're pretty valid i've been reading pdfs from people that actually studied this phenomenon you guys need to know that I'm actually putting a lot of effort into providing real and accurate facts. So some of the knowledge I introduce in this podcast is actually not only stuff from articles, but also stuff from academic papers. You know, I want to bring the best quality to you because I really believe that If you make something that is qualitative, it will last in time and it will probably not be forgotten as easily as something that you barely put effort in. And as I said before, it took me about a month to finish the planning for this podcast. Okay, getting into the topic of today. As I said before, femininity is associated with beauty in general but there is a difference between males and females you know the male brain works so much different than a female brain so you cannot really make a generalization out of them because to us beauty means something and to them it means something else i'm talking to you ladies first of all Males associate beauty with charm and femininity. So if a woman is beautiful, she will automatically be charming. Now, on the other hand, females associate beauty with well-being and wealth. Because that is the image we have in our minds when we imagine a strong and powerful woman. She's probably wearing high heels, she puts on pretty bold makeup, and dresses fancy. I bet we all got a picture in our heads, like a specific picture. And it's perfectly normal. I strive to be that woman that I have in my mind. There is an image that I cannot really explain, but the way she looks The way I want to look is pretty badass. And of course she wears makeup. Lots of it. So if we have to draw the line here, you will realize that men associate beauty with a woman that they want to be with. While women associate beauty with 
the woman that they want to be. I think it's fascinating how these two perspectives are like so different. And you know what is messed up? That the higher the number of products used, the more feminine a woman is. I didn't say it, studies showed it. You know, I am an advocate for all things makeup. Like I think it's a powerful tool. It's a tool that can make you really confident in your skin. And that's the last thing I talked about in the last episode. But it can get quite dangerous when other people expect you to wear it so much. Because, okay, if you didn't get my point until now, let me put it to you in this way. I said before that makeup is a powerful tool. A tool of power, let's say. Well, it can be that. But it can also be a tool of privilege. Yeah, I bet you didn't think until now that makeup can actually be something that can make you have more privilege in life, but it actually does. And you see, here I am not criticizing makeup because I absolutely love it, but my purpose is to discuss the bad and the good. I want to create useful conversations. Because it's so easy to just talk about how makeup is good and the benefits of it and stuff like that. But we have to cover the bad things too. It's very much needed because there's there's a flip side to everything. Okay, so yeah, you're gonna understand later what I mean by privilege. First, I have to create a mental space and an image in your mind. A very common practice for hiring managers is to expect a woman to look the best when giving an interview. So women are actually expected to wear makeup in certain formal situations. While doing research, I stumbled upon a really interesting website called The Female Gaze. And I was reading through one of the articles that is called Makeup, Social Expectations and the Construction of Identity. I really recommend you would look over this article because it basically explains almost everything I'm covering in this episode. So if you need a transcript uh, and if you want to check out more about this subject, I really recommend checking that article. One of the ideas written by the author really struck me and I really wanted to include it here. And it goes like this. Men are allowed to be flawed, complex human beings. So they are allowed to show their physical imperfections. Women are too often viewed as objects for consumption rather than fully fleshed characters in their own stories. Well, that's deep. (laughs) Honestly, you cannot have beauty without feminism. Although most people think that beauty is anti-feminism, actually. Well, I think that as a feminist, you can be anything you want. You can wear makeup, you can not wear makeup at all. You can advocate for anything you want. 
as long as you fight for women. And well, I don't want to make this too political because there will be another full episode on this subject only. But you see, the other at the female gaze really impressed me with this because honestly, I could not put it better into words. She spoke facts because honestly no one expects men to cover their blemishes and stuff and even if they look tired then the hiring people will just turn a blind eye most of the time let's be honest here and the thing she said about women being objects for consumption that that is a fact that's another fact now there will be some skeptics that will think i'm talking trash and for those i i actually have an example that is pretty valid you see beauty is a culture there are thousands of cultures throughout the world and I'm not just talking about geographical cultures I'm talking about things like pop culture or or any any culture there is even this thing going on lately with cancel culture yeah people are getting cancelled so quickly it's yeah <laughs> and well in certain geographical regions you can actually feel beauty culture a lot more. I bet you have a vague idea about what I'm talking about. I'm talking about some Asian countries, if not most of them, but specifically about South Korea. Now I'm gonna sound like a grandmother, but I'm gonna tell you a story from my childhood. So listen, young people. <laughs> When I was a child, I used to be a pretty avid K-pop fan. I would listen to K-pop, I would watch K-dramas, I would be absolutely obsessed with Korea. I even studied the language at some point and I'm still pretty proud of how much I learned. But that's a completely different topic. So being a Korea bull, let's say, from age 12 to age 17 so that's a really long time i've been super interested in korean culture i had quite a few friends from korea and they would also tell me stuff and i would see things from their perspective basically because i was spending most of my day just watching their shows uh, trying to speak their language, talking with some people and really take in kind of their perspectives. For about six years I was only consuming Korean entertainment and yeah that was pretty much my entire life. My entire day was just spent trying to be like them and thinking like them and sing like them and well, at some point I wondered, would I actually be considered pretty in Korea? 
because well every country has different standards for beauty but korean standards are just something else and i'm not even talking about what i consider beautiful i am talking about the pressure the society puts on people to just look good even without ever having visited korea i was pretty astonished and amazed by the culture shock i was experiencing just by being interested in their things well 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 uh the interesting part is that well did you know that in south korea the person who looks better is more likely to be hired even if those persons qualities are essentially the same like they have the same education same experience and so on the person that's more attractive is more likely to get hired and it's actually mandatory to include a picture in your cv well the picture thing is is a thing throughout the world not just in south korea but there there i heard that if you do not have a picture they won't even look at your cv no matter how good it is the next piece of information uh, was actually not known by me before even though i spent so much time being interested in all things korean but i just found out through the website the female gaze the same website i mentioned before and i'm gonna quote it again it says about south korea even the government has posted that a preferable appearance is desirable in job candidates yep yeah you heard that right even the government really encourages these things and it's it's a very well-known fact that so many people do cosmetic surgery there so there in that country you can see that beauty is much more important than anywhere else basically honestly if you didn't feel the privilege that i was talking about earlier you are lucky <laughs> just imagine living in south korea earlier i mentioned a few cultures and one of them really stands out when it comes to beauty and that is pop culture and i'm still gonna talk about south korea because it's pretty relevant to the topic so we all know k-pop k-pop is a really bubbly and nice musical genre i would say i still listen to it from time to time even though i'm not a fan like i used to be a while ago well if you have seen girl bands and boy bands they are pretty yeah and and they choose like the companies choose the members in such a way that they appeal to the public for their beauty and also talent but well talent yeah if you have it that's good but if you don't have the full package you're not gonna be a k-pop star anytime in the near future i think this is a topic that not many people talk about because it almost feels natural at this point well each k-pop group has some sort of visual branding 
so they are expected to be visually pleasing in order to appeal to a public. If you don't know how these bands are put together, basically they have the rapper, uh, the lead singer, the main singer, stuff like that, uh, singing and dancing related even, main dancer, blah blah blah. But there is also one member that is known for its visuals. So you can have a whole group of of various talents singing, dancing, rapping, blah blah and then there's the visual. And that person that has that position is not really required to have any talent. Like they can like sing pretty badly from what I've seen until now. And that would be okay because they're beautiful. So the conclusion is that even pop culture sets the standard. Yeah. Another topic I have to open is uh, the tendency to criticize women when they show signs of aging. And well, when a woman gets gray hair they are being told to dye their hair instead of embracing their beauty but men are considered more tough more wise when they get old and for sure these things need to be changed besides that there is a new definition of what it means to be natural you may have noticed, but some men actually say they prefer natural girls. But what does natural mean? Well, it's it's quite funny. I've seen a Twitter post about this. And it was basically a thread of men saying they love natural women. And they would post pictures of celebrities. And they would say, oh my god, she's so natural and nice. But actually those celebrities were not barefaced and they had on mascara um, a really cute beige color on their eyelids even nude lipstick and I found that quite funny and lots of people did so it's not acceptable to have a bare face on the internet or in an interview but it's perfectly acceptable to have natural makeup well, there is nothing wrong with both, to be honest. If you want to go barefaced, go girl. If you want to wear natural makeup, go girl. If you want to have a full face of makeup and you want to look like you just came out of a magazine editorial, you go girl. The point is you should not let society dictate what you're supposed to do with your face and your body. There is nothing wrong with acne scars, there is nothing wrong with blemishes, and there is nothing wrong with covering it up. Now that we are reaching the end of the episode, I want to thank you guys for listening and please remember to stay true to yourselves. I want to thank you guys for making this project possible. Stay glam, keep yourself safe and see you next time.